click it again. Yeah! Yeah, tinfoil hat. Yeah, man. That's what I am. I'm heavy and hot. I'm not hot and heavy. I'm heavy and hot. Yeah. Hey, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for supporting the show. If you want to check us out on all of our social media platforms, check us out on Twitter at tinfoilhatcast. On Instagram at tinfoilhatpod. Uh, you can find us on Reddit. Uh, it's reddit.com backslash r backslash tinfoilhatshow. Or allcomedyt-shirts.com. If you have any suggestions for future guests or topics, go ahead and email us at tinfoilhatpod at gmail.com. Tinfoil hat. Tinfoil hat. Hey man, where's hey the truth there, dog? Tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Are you ready to get your mind blown? Revolution will be podcasted. Yeah, we're back in the studio. Ah. Oh. After the Super Bowl, we're excited to be here. Uh, I think this is our last show in this studio. Is that correct, Aaron? Before oh, yeah. We, this is it. We've uh, Pun Trunk has killed yet another podcast uh, podcasting studio, but we're happy to be here. Uh, we got a great show for you. Uh, a lot of great stuff's going on. Joining us in studio, she is literally one of the funniest human beings I've ever met. Uh, she's also one of my personal bouncers in my show okay. when the crowd's getting a little angry and uh, the uh, bouncer is sleeping in the green room. <laughs> while was I'm up there, there even a bouncer? Yeah, it was the, the owner slash bartender slash bouncer yeah. sleeping in the room. Uh, she bounces. Uh, she's a good friend of mine. She's been gigging. Uh, one of the hardest working people in Hollywood, Eleanor Kerrigan. Thank you so much for having me. That was a great intro. You Very have a great podcast, order. too. Thank you. I you, love doing the Comedy Store podcast. <laughs> yeah, Rick Ingram's just ridiculous. We have so much fun. Two monsters, man. And we have all monsters on. You've yeah. been one of our little monsters. Yeah, Did I've been on twice. Gaga? I, what I love to do is uh, anytime I do a podcast, I love that there's now legalese that's involved oh, after yeah. that podcast. Well, <laughs> You did get us a disclaimer. Yeah. Certainly did. Yeah, yeah. You got to drop a full name. And then ever since then, everybody that's come on and spoke of those people have said the full name. And I'm like, great. Get yeah. us in more trouble. Perfect. But I don't understand. I don't want to get into it. Uh, you no, know, we don't have to say names. I'm just saying. It's like, just like you got named after an era. That's a kind of a cool thing. That's a great thing. And if you're going to bring that kind of party, expect to be talked about. I don't understand that's why it's it. a negative thing. I just like. Men a- and women, if you do crazy shit, we're going to follow you. It's fun. Yeah, there were two major girls of that era at the comedy store, mm-hmm. and you're the one they named it after. They could have named it after the yeah, other girl. that's amazing. You're the one. Yeah, you got picked. You yeah. Know, you're not the runner-up. You yes. won it. What I want to do Get the crown. is I want to uh, put the names of all the chuckle fuckers okay. up in the hallway to the sound booth in the main room. <laughs> like a kind of a little respect, like the, the ones who came and made a difference. Yeah, we miss you or yeah, we well, need you back. Well, it's like, or... why shouldn't their names be on the wall? They yeah. were a big part of the store, too. That's true. I just feel true. like there's no great ones left at the comedy store. They're no, all no. business chicks. Now it's all business. Yeah, and I feel like those girls that used to do that were there to support the actual art. Yeah. And it's lost. It's a lost art form on both sides. And guys would would try to run them off because they were the one guy out of the 20 there that night that they wouldn't hook up with. Yeah. And, like, when I I was waitressing slash 
being the manager, running things. You know how Mitzi would just put right, a different right. hat on you every minute you right, came in. Right. You're the manager. Yeah. No, no, I have yeah. a tray in my hand. Yeah, yeah. You know, okay, so I do it, and then uh, I'd have these waitresses. I'd hire them, and then bigger comics would, let's just say, you know, fondle them in the main room. Fine, yeah. you know, whatever. It, yeah. Time to kill time. Happens. Trying to kill time. It happens. In between spots. You it's put men what and goes women on. together. Things get yes. weird. Uh, real quick, before we get into your podcast, I just want to say that I've heard your comments on the Just May Peluso show. I hear it, and I will recognize that. And I understand that the crowd Me? we get here. Well, we talked a little bit about uh, some uh, uh, of the naughty Oh, you're natures. saying that to your fans. Yeah. I thought you meant to yeah. me. I was no, like, no, no. I didn't say shit to no. Jesse Mail. I'll fight you right now. No, she's oh, the okay. best. She's the best. I love her. <laughs> uh, tell us about what the, the Comedy Store podcast is about. Uh, okay. Well, wait. Well, let me finish that other part. Was what I was saying when I would hire the waitresses and the comics would sleep with them. Yeah. Then I'd have to fire those waitresses because that's when I felt like the comics started getting soft and they couldn't handle... These mm. chuckle fuckers, if you will. Yeah. Because that's all they were, were just chuckle fuckers and trying I, to get I, up the ladder. Know, it sounds like a mean word. No, it's you a know great what, word. You know what chuckle fucker is like? Mensch. You ever hear people say, oh, he's a real he's mensch? He's a mensch, yeah. And you're like, oh, dude. He's a giver. That, that's basically. That, that's. It sounds like a mean word. I sleep word. with a lot of Jews. I know that's a good word. It's a good, <laughs> good word, word, man. Yes. Mensch is a good word. It sounds like a mean word. I agree. Same it's thing not. with chuckle fuck. You're it's, like, oh, I'm not a chuckle. You're like, no, that's a celebration. Celebrate, swallow. Do it all, guys. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the Comedy Store podcast is about all the shit that goes on at or has gone on at the Comedy Store, like crazy shit. A lot. I we love when we have like people that work there. Like we're more in the inner workings. Yeah. Like there's great comics that come and get passed and they just work. But then when you're like a door guy and you kind of go up the ranks, or even a waitress, whatever, you go up the ranks in there and you get to the inner workings. Those podcasts always make the best podcast. Like no. Argus Hamilton has the fucking greatest stories. Or if we have you on you have these great stories we had punky johnson on she has some great ridiculous stories because she's behind the oh, bar she's all a night killer she's a killer and she's behind the bar all night so she's seeing she's a all killer. the bullshit i know you I can love see her. when people walk up on stage I'm obsessed with her and they get it yeah you know she gets it like she lights people up oh yeah she lights people up um you are you the only is it you and punky are the only ones that go from waitress slash female bartender to I give it regular more to, to comedy store? I'm going to be honest I have to give that title to Punky because I was a waitress for years and I was Mitzi's assistant for a long time then I left and then came back a year later as a comic Punky actually came there was a comic waiting tables first slowly was like hey I'm a comic then they accepted her a little bit. Then she became a bartender. Then she became a ridiculous comic. Yeah, I think when you're a so comedian. So I give her that title. When you're a comic, you can tell when somebody's funny. You know oh. what I'm saying? Like, So Hell when yeah. she got up, you're like, okay, she's got it. Oh, she, her balls just swing out. She's got like, big Whoa, balls for a she lesbian, didn't dude. fully transition big yet. balls, mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> you, you are definitely somebody. It's a it's a wonderful story. I don't know anybody who doesn't one like you or and doesn't root for you. Oh, that's amazing. I think you're completely underrated. I don't think you get nearly enough respect. I don't know. I I'm in this freaking town where people are just like, oh, female comedy, female. God, and then I just Forget see like it. people like you and. And Sarah Tiana and Christina Pajinski are the, like the three of the like every, the murderers. Yeah, and every one of us has the same story. After every show, they come up to you and they go, "Oh my god!" But like for a female, 
<laughs> yeah, what? We talk? What? Yeah. What the fuck does that you mean? Kill. But for wow, but you have a vagina? Like yeah. for real? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. I'll snap somebody's neck after now, a show. Now this is a big Sorry. show because no, it's totally great. Philly. I know I have anger issues. I just got back from Philly. Yeah, today. That's where you're from, <laughs> and you got a great South story Philly. too, because you're like one of a thousand children, yes, right? There's a your thousand mom's of vagina us. was like a fucking <laughs> t-shirt gun, right? Absolutely. Beep beep. Yeah. Except for it didn't go into the audience. Went right into this little row home that yeah. we all just fucking snuggled Shit. in for some. My mom still lives in the same row home. In South Philly. What is a row home? Uh, they're all connected. You've oh, seen Rocky. It's the old, Don't get like, cocky. That's one thing about <laughs> Philadelphia is it's, Great. it's a wonderful city for history. Like, you go there, oh, you're yeah. like, oh, they used to ride horses through here. Yes. They still do. I saw a lot of horses last night when I was home. Uh, no, no, um, no. They left the horses in because they were punching the horses after the championship. That pisses me off. People, they're so drunk; <laughs> they don't know what to do with themselves. This is how much it almost made me root for New England after I heard that they were. How dare you? Well, how dare you, dude? Sam, I got pick, as, it's as, you're sitting there looking at me crew. with a Raiders hat on, and you could say that all day, I every will day. Shank you, dude. Raiders love animals. Pitbulls, like they were talking about Michael Vick coming to our I our team. Were that's like, amazing. Fuck that. I was just freaking out about the tuck rule. If you want to bring up animals, go for it. Well, we, awesome. we we didn't take Michael Vick, unlike you guys. Yeah, we they were did. talking about coming to our our team. We're like, I was waiting uh-uh. for him to take Kaepernick. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, well, they love controversy. Ha- they, that could happen <laughs> next year. So yeah. you were back there for the big win. Yeah, I was. I was excited. I watched the game. My mom's house. It's funny because I was saying, like, my brother Charlie's sitting there with a Raiders jersey on. My nephew had a, a full Broncos outfit on. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, he had a Broncos sweatshirt. As soon as the Eagles won, he went, went to his house. Wham. As soon as they won, <laughs> he, he went to his um his house across the street and changed into an Eagles hat real fast. <laughs> ran over. I was like, you little shit. He's like, I'm not fighting the whole neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wore my Rams socks and my Eagles hat. I was, I was supportive. You know how I like to wear both. Well, we were both. At, I asked you and David Deary to go yeah. to the Rams versus Eagle games because that was both of your teams. Yes, right. And when Wentz went out, you yeah, I, David Deary's like, "Up oh, there goes the Super Bowl." Yeah, there goes the there goes the season. That and you're it. lucky that the Lord Jesus loved your team more than the Patriots because, according to the Eagles, none of this is possible without. Jesus. Right. Man, right. Every time you say that, I have to bow my head. I did 12 years at Catholic school. I'm sorry. Which I don't is know what great. happened. This I is apologize. perfect for this. So don't think I'm like, I have Tourette's or something. Right, You're right. like, is she going to start <laughs> freaking out? If you did, that could be your hook on Last Comic Standing. <laughs> yeah. She's a female comic with a vagina who's funny, and she's got Tourette's. <laughs> let's go Let's go do America's Got Talent as like, a, I'll be your puppet, no, no, and I'll just have Tourette's, and you say great. the worst things. That'd be great. Because girls can get away with saying 100%. more than white guys. 100%. Well, you're not white, but you know what I mean. That, you keep so telling me that. <laughs> you keep telling me that. We're from the Caucasus Mountains, dog. That's oh our, that's straight up Armenian, Armenian whiteness. So sexy. So you know this guy. He's a podcast junkie. Avi. Oh, yeah. He's a podcast junkie. He's got your mortal enemy on his shirt. The slip. Yeah, I know it. I was just going to send a um, a picture of that to Bobby, but you should. He knows. I, he knows you love it. Oh yeah! Is that for his podcast? Yeah, Tiger Belly. Okay. We made a one of his brother called the Woke Prince. <laughs> yeah, because his brother's really in conspiracies <coughs> and shit like that, right? Oh, yeah, good. one of the best episodes of the Comedy Store podcast is when you and Bobby just buried that hatchet. Oh man, that, that was, was crazy. like seventeen years. Yeah, we you didn't buried talk. that in his skull, right? That's where you I wanted the to, but they won't let me because <laughs> okay. there's a legal some legalese. Thing. <laughs> 
yeah. some legal. I just I take it like that's a shot my dad missed a while back when he was fighting in Korea. So now we have to deal with. Bob. <laughs> just imagine that, dude. The bull, the bullet missed, and now dad. we all have to You're live a with shit it. Shit shot. <laughs> but but my favorite episode of uh, the Comedy Store podcast is number sixty-seven with Don Barris and Brian uh, Holtzman. I was telling you kind of a tragic thing. What happened? We had a mix-up. I I wanted Don Barris and Brian Holtzman to close out our new year, you know, to the week before the new year, and we had a mishap with the SD card, and then I went to get it from <laughs> somebody, <Yeah>. uh, me, <laughs> Dana, and uh, I went to get it, and I put it in my pocket, and I rode my bike home, and I lost it. And lo- oh, after Dana gave it to you. Lost it. So someone's out there with so, the missing Holtzman. Yeah, oh, and awesome. it was so funny. And Holtzman was on fire. Isn't that always how it goes? This is what my life. Everything goes wrong. The yeah. black cloud. You see yeah. it. You can yeah. see it. There's yeah. no one else. Out. It's raining right yeah. now yeah. on me. Yeah. Nobody else. It's pouring. <sighs> and everybody, like, how does that happen? I was so excited to put. I was so mad that that wasn't up a week earlier. I fucked up. You did I it. I ruined your thing. You did it. <laughs> I'm going to say this. Somebody was supposed to download it immediately because this has happened before. You know what it is? <laughs> if you would have done Coke. I wish. I'm or start. stripper, you would have known where to put it, whether it's in your bra or your other magic yeah, place that God right. gave you. But I, st- I stayed and talked for a while, and I think that was it. I did the stupid girl thing. I tried to get the dog to like me because oh. I think I scared the dog when Pollyanna? I pulled up. Yeah. When I pulled up, oh. I pulled up on the bike, and I went to like, hey, and I didn't see the dog, and I went, yay, and the dog. No, that's what the dog does. Of course. But I was like, wait. She, yeah, 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 yeah. So I spent too much time, and then I must have just put it in my pocket, oh, and I lost sucks. it. Holtzman was insane because his trigger words were uh, content, and anything you say like that, where <laughs> he would go off on a tangent, and Barris couldn't get a word in ed- edgewise. But see, those two, two mad geniuses, both yeah, of those guys, they came up in the red. Like Holtzman was there every night. He was Mitzi's baby. Oh, yeah. Barris wasn't even a regular when I started at the comedy store. That's how sad. That is crazy. He was there for a and long time. And these kids time. don't get it. These young young kids, they don't get, like, the magic that was the comedy how store. Much, how hard Barris had to work to even become a regular. And then on that first podcast we did with Barris and Holtzman, we found out that Barris might not even be a regular yet. <laughs> He never got fast. <laughs> really? <laughs> because we were talk we talk about on the Comedy Store podcast, like, when did you showcase? What was your showcase like? Was it Mitzi? Was it Tommy? Was it Duncan? Like well mostly Tommy would pass you, not Duncan, but like who got you your showcase kind yeah, of thing. Mine was Duncan. Your was Duncan, right, but you did it for Mitzi. Right. So if I remember and correctly. Paul with- uh Paul Mooney. Was the reason I'm a regular. Reason you're a regular. Okay, yeah. So you have all those, like, stories. Most people have, like, well, you know, Tommy. <laughs> or whatever. But I bought weed for Tommy. Made me a regular. There you go. That's have you a had big hamburger one. on yet talking yeah. about that? <laughs> when Why hamburger, does everybody the, go after hamburger? Oh, because he has the, the best Yelp review of the comedy store ever. Oh, yeah. Comic bombed on stage and then tried to sell me weed after the set. <laughs> I don't remember his name, but he had braids. Oh, yeah. That's weird. <laughs> so let's get into real quick um, your background. You grew up in a Catholic. Irish Catholic. Very. Uh, in fact, my mom came to my show on Saturday night in Jersey, and I was pretty dirty. 
Um, I, it was later. It was a later You're show. Great. I know, but it was a later show. <laughs> and you know when you throw those dirty bombs out there and it works, then you just go, hey, I can be me. <laughs> and you mm-hmm. just keep going. So it was like that. And my little sister even said, she goes, you made me gag a few times. Like, you know, like, oh, boy. <laughs> like, too far, too that far. That blows my but, mind. But it's just because it was just silliness that I've been talking about. Like, she hadn't heard that material before. So right. it just made, So I go, how mad is mommy at me? Because my mom was sitting there, and I kept pointing her out, and everyone kept looking at her. My so, mom loves that. She does. My mom loves it. I can't believe my mom comes to my shows. She invites all of her friends. She knows what I'm going to talk about. Uh, well, I she this was a joke she hadn't heard, and it's been a throwaway. I've been using a little bit. I'm like, I have, I keep my anal beads in, minor rosary beads, so I'm holier than now. And she <laughs> lost her shit. That is a great bit. She's like, yeah. You better get rid of that. Stop using that one. So the next day, she woke me up for church. <laughs> She's just gonna pour holy water on me, like uh, you, get up, uh, let's go. Just showering in the holy water. Yes, just sitting in church, shivering. You could see the steam because I was about to burst into flames. Well, like why am I there? I think you're wonderful, and I would take my mother to your show anytime. <laughs> well, she would probably laugh because I'm not her kid, yeah. pointing her out, yeah, going, yeah, "Look at her! Look yeah. at her right there! Ten kids! So she's so, holding her uterus in her hands." Well, <laughs> it wasn't only supposed to be you were supposed to be on the show. Steve Simone was supposed to be on the show. Yes. And he chickened out. Well, He's he, like, if it's any devil stuff or anything like that, I want nothing to do with it. We're like, uh, we can't say it's not. We we want to do, because you're a Catholic. Yes. We thought it would be Ish. a lot of fun. I, I, Dude, this episode is going to blow people's skulls. Yeah, I'm terrified of it. Oh, you should be. To an extent. I mean, Simone is worried he's going to burst into flames, and I get that because he's so fucking Catholic, too. The truth will set you free, I'm man. with you on that, man. I'm with the truth. I'm out of it. I Like, I, I get mad that they get to say Jewish, you know, because it's like, oh, we dabble. You know what I yeah. mean? But uh, Catholic, I can't. Catholic-ish? Like, it, yeah. it's solid. Yeah. You're in it. When yeah. you're in it, you're in it. You yeah. can't get out. And it is crazy, dude. Yeah. So today's episode is about Vatican secrets. So yeah. uh, this dude busted his hump on this episode. So uh, And then at the end of the episode, we'll do our dates, okay? Okay. So, um, For sure, yeah. So uh, this conspiracy, which crosses many paths, politics, governments, global religion, and the rise of the New World Order. The Vatican runs the world. It controls the British crown. It is ba- Now, there's a whole discussion about who actually runs the world. And a lot of people, when you see they do a pyramid of power, usually the person at the top is Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. Because... It's no, sickening. Well, because, like, who is this chick? Why is when she show up, Our, everybody goes fucking nuts? Are well, you not watching The Crown? Oh, I, I, can't, I just can't watch it. No, no. You'll love it because all your answers are right there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because one guy, she was talking to a prime minister, and they were talking about um, wanting to get a divorce, and she goes, well, the only person above me is God. And yeah. I was like, oh, shit. I yeah. rewind it like six times. I'm like, shit, that can't be. But they're saying that this is how they look oh, yeah. at the this fake 100%. thing. I don't understand. Supreme royalty. Yeah. Now, if Supremacy. that's true, the Vatican... Owns her. So here it goes. The tr- the Treaty of 1213. This is crazy. It was a treaty between King John and the Pope. In this treaty, the British lands of Ireland and England were pledged to the Pope, and the only two people able to dissolve the treaty were these two gentlemen. And so it basically meant that the Pope and the Vatican now, the Catholic Church, 
owned everything that the British Empire owned at that time, and anything they would then discover, which is the United States. So, so there this, is a, okay. Go yeah, on. this leads Satan, me to believe, aka that, Satan. Yep, the, the, the <laughs> treaty uh, still the Pope owns the world, and it still holds today. There is an argument that there is a there is a logical argument that that treaty is still I believe intact. It. The Treaty of twelve thirteen, and that the Pope technically owns the United States of America. Mm-hmm. How could he own the United States of America when we are all free to live yeah. in uh, our own? Freedom to is separate an illusion, church and dude. state. Yeah. So America, walk it, naked down the street. Maybe it, Philadelphia last night, but not tonight. Definitely last night. Um, I wasn't because I don't want to make everybody go home early. I want them to have a good time. You but, are wonderful. Thank you. But I'm just saying, like, they worship this fake monarch, and for them to like say that the I I don't believe the Pope. You believe that the Pope owns the United States? Like, I'm I'm nervous. Like, why do you think United? Okay, States? we're gonna get into that. Okay, because I it just gets really interesting. You threw me. You know, okay? I, got, I just hit me like. So yeah, ah. America was a British colony. Well, yes. Okay, so they own everything that is Britain right now, according the to this treaty. Thirteen. Anything 12, 13. that the British owns, the actual Vatican is the owner of. And, yes. And will discover. So it's yeah. future discoveries. But the United States is a corporation, not a landmass, and it existed before the Revolutionary War. The British, the British troops did not leave until 1796, right. which is like 20 years after the war, right? Civil, uh, yeah. not the Civil Revolution. War, so the, Revolutionary the, the Pope war. claims to own the entire planet through laws of conquest and discovery. Now, what does conquest and discovery mean? Do you know what that means? That's the whole concept of once you dis- you've conquered it, and you if you discover it, it's yours. Oh, it's like yeah. if I found gold, the government could come just grab my gold. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, it means that unless you conquer them, and then you say it's money. then you got, but you got to take out the pope to keep that gold, or take out government official to keep that gold. The pope is the scariest thing to me. I oh, dude, be and this is cool, Pope. How about the guy? Right I love. Yes, him? this guy is great. You're right. How about Darnell Hines? What's his name? <laughs> Darnell Hines. Yes, yeah, that's him. Benedict. Pope Benedict, you ain't no omelet, motherfucker. <laughs> do you remember that joke? Yes, yes. You ain't no. We omelet, do him all the time. <laughs> We do him all the time on the podcast. <laughs> He's a great boy. So uh, the Pope is, uh, yeah, the United States is, tech- I mean, technically it's just a corporation. It's not really, and the truth is. It's not really a thing? Like it's we're not owned really... by everybody else? Oh, dude, it, it gets even more interesting. I'm In so the same nauseous. way that the IRS is a private company owned by the Crown. This is a, a <gasps> actually a company called the Crown. Do you know that you do not pay taxes to the U.S. government? What are you talking about? You don't pay taxes to the U.S. government. The I IRS, have made a checkout. The IRS is not a U.S. government department. It is a foreign entity that is ran by the IMF and the WBO, and it's owned it's by the British. a lot of initials that don't make sense The World Banking Organization oh, okay. and the International Monetary Fund. They own the IRS. When you pay taxes, that's why when they go taxation is without thievery. representation. Oh. No, you're 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 just yelling out shit. I'm just in my head. I'm nervous because I'm like, <laughs> wait, I'm scared. I'm about to pay my taxes. Uh, yeah. So well, I don't you're want not to paying now. it to the U.S. government. That's why when they say to you, taxation is robbery because you're not paying it to the U.S. You're paying it to a foreign entity, which is the IMF, the WBO, which is owned by. The Brit- British. It's the Britain. It's actually the international banking organizations own that. Yeah, so the company, it's, it's private company. It's in the city of London. Yeah, it's actually called The Crown. 
and it's the major shareholder of the United States Federal Reserve. But so, but our tax dollars go to stuff. They pay us there? out stuff, but they don't. They, it's theirs. Yeah, but I'm saying like infrastructure, things like that in the United within the United States. They like, pay out that stuff. They cover that stuff. But they don't go on. Bless you, Eleanor, for trying to argue with these people. I'm just confused. <laughs> no, no, I'm, no. Oh, oh, oh. I'm not saying oh, oh, I'm smart. Aaron, I'm just saying this is not, not just me. Is all I'm saying. Aaron, oh, okay. Aaron, okay. what have we said that is not factual at this point? I don't know. Okay, well, I don't so know. You why said, are you saying? You just say the United States is a corporation. You just—that's yeah. all you've said. You have not proven that you have just mm-hmm. said a thing. But, but where did you get all these facts? I mean, I'm not to... Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm Can just curious. Please like, Google, because this is a fact that the the IRS is not a U.S. Uh, a U.S. department, a U.S. government department. I'm not paying my taxes then. Right. No. Nope. Here's the public law. Public law 94-564. The IRS is not a U.S. government agency. It is an agency of the IMF. International Monetary Fund. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Dave. The IMF is an agency of the UN. Okay, Black Law Dictionary, check that out. <laughs> yep, so full on. Uh, you could wow. type in, it's one of these like little known facts about America or little known facts about the IRS. You pay taxes to the IMF. Mm-hmm. And the IMF, in turn, pays out bills for the U.S. government. Well, let's keep on going There down are this. no judicial, co- I was just reading, I lost it. Oh, my God, that was crazy. So, yeah, um, but don't let this information alarm you because without it, you cannot be free. You have to understand that all slavery and freedom originates in the mind. Okay. Your mind allows you to accept and understand that the United States, Great Britain, and the Vatican are corporations, which are nothing but fictional entities which have been placed in your mind. You will understand our slavery is because we believe in fictions. Okay, so what I've said before is like why I fight with like libertarians when they get so mad at the U.S. government. I go, the government is just a paradigm of thoughts that we all agree upon. And those thoughts we follow. So the U.S. government isn't a thing. It's not this tell. it's not your arm, it's not this table. It's not an inanimate object. Like all things comedy is not this building. It is a, it's a, it's a consi- it's a group of Were ideas. Are you taken over by Jim Carrey? What's happening right now? No, this is just facts. Okay, but it sounds like you're living like Buddhists. Like the way you just said that. Like this isn't real. Nothing's no, no, I real. never said it's not real. Oh, all it's things, not tangible. I don't it's know. It's not tangible, saying. right? Okay. Like all things comedy is not uh, not like this table. It's not like this wall. Like if all things comedy is leaving this building, this building will no longer be all things comedy, right? The all things comedy will be over there. It's like government. Yes, it's in that building, but it's, but it's just not. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, okay, that makes more it's, sense. It's just the a, way it. It's okay. a thought. It's a. It's a. It's. It's a group of ideas <laughs> that we all agree upon mm-hmm. that we follow. Sure. And that. So when people get mad at the government, it's like it's not the government that you should be mad at because the government can change at any point if we just agree upon a rule. The rule you should get mad at is people who enforce those rules. Those yes. are the people that are the problem, whether they're the police with drug wars on, you know, through like uh, uh, institutional racism mm-hmm. of like creating drug laws, which throw a disproportionate amount of black males into jail through. Oh, fuck, absolutely. You know, yeah, yeah. so it, that's who you, it's, it's who's enforcing these. The, the government is just an idea. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's like a yeah, concept. But, it's an idea that that keeps a country together. Like I don't. I mean, it's an idea that it's everybody... an idea that we all agree upon. 
Like the actual, so, you're saying if we all just didn't agree upon it, yeah, and we all just stood no up and US. said, "Fuck you, we're not paying taxes," then what would happen? We're not doing this. We're not doing that. We're going to be called a revolution. We're going to yeah. amram this and individualism. Let's take and borders, right? Let's take borders. Okay, borders are agreed upon idea. They're not an actual physical thing. Meaning, the border between us and Canada isn't anything. We just agree that our rules go to here. Your rules pick up from here. Okay? Right. Mexico, so right? Is that why Trump wants to put an actual thing there? Yes. Because he wants to make sure you know we're not them. Right. Now, Mexico, right? Do you know why all the Mormons are in Utah? No. Because, Nobody's looking in Utah to well, find out Utah how many sister wives. Well, Utah used to be in Mexico until ah, we came in So is California, that. right? Right. Yeah. But we annexed it. So yeah. now it's no longer part of this idea over here. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. We got a lot of ground to cover. Let's keep moving. Yeah, please let's keep moving. This is great. To educate me is not easy. No, you're doing great, but it's just like the notion. You got to understand. There's these are laws in which we agree upon. Now you have to pay your taxes because this monetary fund people control the people who enforce the taxes, Mm -hmm. and they actually pay the checks. So. You know, if you don't, you don't want to pay your IRS, you can go for it. But the people They're who are paid come, yeah. by the by the IMF and all that are going to come and throw you in jail. Yeah, there you go. So there's three cities I wanted to <laughs> talk so about. Cute. All right, so check this out. These three cities all have three things in common. They all have an obelisk in them. So I've already <gasps> talked about the Vatican. It has an Egyptian obelisk that's been taken there from Egypt. Um, the city of London, which we also just talked about, is where. Everything goes back to financially in the world has an obelisk and the Washington Monument is also an obelisk. So these all three countries are the major three centers that control religion, banking and uh, politics, military, military, U.N. So what we're talking about here is there's three places on this planet. That are technically part of no country. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They are a country unto their own. Yes. Which is. The Those city, three places. No, everybody knows the Vatican. It's not part of Italy. Yep. Okay. Everybody knows Washington Monument, which is technically the UN. Okay. Yeah. DC isn't part of Maryland. It's it's District of Columbia. <clears throat> yeah. Right, uh, well, right. I mean, technically that's in Washington DC, but they the one thing that is not part of any country is where the UN is. Okay. Where the UN it's mm-hmm. in located in New York, but it's not part of New York. It is its own it follows no rules. Oh, it doesn't follow any of the rules no of the state of New York. No laws of the state okay. or the United States. It pays no taxes to the United States. It's like a church? It, no, it's just the UN, and that covers what? The military. Okay. Okay, so there's three paces. They, uh, they, the, uh, obviously, what, uh, the Vatican covers religion, okay? And if what Ryan's saying is true, which is it runs the world. The city of London, what does that cover? That's where all the banks are located. That's yeah. where all the head of all the banks are. It is not part of the city of London, or it's not part of London, and mm. it's not part of England. It's not part of the UK. Yeah. It is its own area that has its own laws, pays no taxes to anything around it, and it is not part of England. So these three cities within them contains 80% of the world's wealth. Wow. So there's uh, something that they all got in common, no doubt which is power. So the next piece to this puzzle, we've just talked about the Treaty of 1213 and the idea how everything's tied together. That's what ties us in the U.S. all the way back to Vatican and Great Britain and whatnot. 
next group of people we need to talk about so you can understand this bigger spread is the Jesuits. And these are the Do original. You know the now we're are? getting in my neighborhood. Do you know what Jesuits yeah. are? See, I've always heard Jesuits. I didn't know what they were. <coughs> I've always heard of them, and I assume they were just some Jesus dudes or some shit like that. What, what is it? So they don't know. Okay, they're the original men in black, and the reason I say that is because they wear black cloaks. But um, so the Jesuit, we have a lot of Jesuit priests in in Philadelphia. Yeah, in our diocese. Well, they're we they're more in. than just priests. Yeah. So the Jesuit movement was founded by Ignatius de Loyola. This is, right? is that how you say that, Aaron? De La Hoya. I'm kidding. Loyola? Loyola, Marymount, Loyola. right? All Loyola. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yes. He was a Spanish soldier turned priest. Now, that should be remembered. He's got to have a second career. I mean, just go from. You <laughs> retire as a priest, you got to be. Kicking soldier. ass. Yeah. To praying. There you go. Okay. So, um, himself and six of his students took vows of poverty, chastity, and made plans to work to convert Muslims. Here this is go. back in the 1500s. Imagine how hard it would be to convert Muslims. No, oh my God! How hard is it to convert them now? So yeah, you know. And uh, in September of 1540, Pope Paul III approved his outline for the Society of Jesus, as they called it, and that is when the Jesuit order was born. So the Jesuits ran charitable organizations, such as for ones for former prostitutes <laughs> and ones that would convert Jews. Yeah. Um, and when he died in 1556, there was more than 1,000 Jesuit priests. Right? Now, here's what the Je- now did you get into this part? So yet? the Jesuit order played an important uh, role in education, founding schools and colleges, intellectual research, cultural preserves. But um, here's the real deal: since he was a nobleman with a military background, the members of the society were supposed to accept orders anywhere in the world and would be required to live in extreme conditions. So they They, became to be known as God's soldiers, God's Marines, or they called them. They were the military arm of the Vatican. Mm -hmm. They were like, they were the Vatican's like fucking Green Berets. Yeah. You know, where like you have to send somebody in and shit's going to get weird. You send the Jesuits in to go and fucking crack skulls and (laughs) hand out Bibles. Yeah, they they declared their uh, basically... That they would declare everything that they have to not just the church, but was to the Pope. So their allegiance was strictly to the Pope. Yeah. So not to the Pope l- said Lord. Did, they did. Yeah. To the Pope. Of course. That sounds normal. Well, I grew up Catholic. So, yeah, that does sound normal. I guess they were. Is that weird that the Pope. There was a hierarchy the- and you went up the hierarchy and they were like, he was like God, Pope, Pope, Jesus, yeah. and then Pope. Pope is like Tom from MySpace. There you go. And everybody and else then, is Tila Tequila. Yeah. Yes. Okay, I respect Some that. had more friends than others. Yeah, that's true. That's and, true. Um, some had no friends at all. Right, right. In the middle of nowhere. So but this cracking is heads, when you say cracking, cracking heads. Cracking skulls. I mean, cracking skulls, excuse me. Uh, you mean manipulation. That, that means going in. Because that's in, most religions, is manipulation. Well, not only manipulation, but the actual, like, if you don't. Play ball with us. Yeah, you'll burst into flames. I've We're going to fuck birth. you up. Which is like what the Dark Ages and the Spanish Inquisition was all yeah. about. Either yeah. you convert or you die. Yeah. All religions are like that. I mean, look at what's right. going That's on what in I'm Israel saying. In my right head, now. I'm thinking, wait, they're all like that. They want you on their <sighs> side. So it's like this or nothing. You yeah. Know? Or you die. Either you do like yeah. no longer claim your hood. 
So they're the, like, fuck you and the click you claim, homeboy. Right. You come on our side. So the Jesuits, the Society of Jesus, a.k.a. the Jesuit Order, um, they were the archive for ancient esoteric traditions and occult-like practices. So they kept all the information and the knowledge of these old ways. So these threads converge and intertwine in the conspiracy circles to begin a framework for a covert organization of people with an agenda for global domination via subliminal societal enslavements. Because here's the deal. The Jesuits, they were not just... Um, they they were God's Marines is the way they're described. Yeah, they're, they're the fucking military arm of this as shit. As the company. And so here's a quote from John Adams, one of our founders. Navy SEALs of religion. So he's like, everyone's welcomed over America, all right? And then he... This is his quote. Above all, I have learned from the Jesuits, and so did um, I am not happy about the rebirth of the Jesuits. Swarms of them will present themselves under more disguises ever taken by even as printers, writers, publishers, school teachers, etc. If ever association of people deserved internal damnation on this earth and hell in its society of the Looya. So they were like, dude, not in our country. Like, you guys already fucked up Europe. Yeah, yeah. dude. So. That was John Adams, but check this shit out. Oh, here we go. Little oh. guy's favorite. A little guy named Adolf Hitler. <gasps> little dude, Kyle. little body. Above all, I have learned from the Jesuits, and so did Lenin, too, as far as I can recall. The world <coughs> has never known anything so quite as splendid as the hierarchical structure of the Roman Catholic Church. There are quite a few things I simply appropriate from the Jesuits for the use in my Nazi party. So he's like, man, these guys are organized, sure. dude. I like how they kick ass. You know? oh my. He may he may have gone a little further. Well, that. I mean, <laughs> then there's a the whole discussion on who who funded him when he discusses <gasps> when he discusses uh, the God of War have swung to the other side. Who's exactly he's talking about? And there's and we've had this discussion, and it's very funny when you bring this up to Jewish people because they fucking it is because you're uh, saying the Jews funded him. Uh, the the not just the Jews, but I mean across the board, there were like the Rothschilds, right? Uh, the Bushes, the Bushes are like fucking gangster. I mean, we know that, but it really is true. The Rothschilds, the uh, now there's this whole there's this fucking uh, the. Percivelli, the puff part. I'm gonna get murdered by trying to pop. But there is a old Italian banking family who's mm -hmm. now Muslim. Whoa! Who say they make fucking the Rothschilds look like bookkeepers? You know, <coughs> and I, I would try to pronounce the name, but I'm gonna get murdered by everybody. But this whole group, including Rothschild, Rothschilds, basically created a way to categorize uh, 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 and keep booking on who's going into the concentration camps. Wow. Yeah. So that last bit brought it. We started in the 1200s. We got up to into, I believe, the 1500s. And now this is going to move us right into the 1700s, right around the birth of our nation. Um, the true history of the Bavarian Illuminati is so clouded in mystery that it is almost impossible to decipher. Adam Weisserheip was born in 1748 in Eigelstadt, Bavaria. He was orphaned, young, and educated by the Jesuits. That's to be remembered. Before taking up a post in 1772 as professor like of law notes. and University of Ingolstadt, Bavaria. So he was a law professor by 1772. All right. He, he was, was the Tiffany Haddish of his generation. He was okay. the first non-priest to hold to that it. position. All right. He's on a Groupon. Yeah. And so he was the first non-priest to hold this position, which brought him into conflict with the university. 
In order to meet and share ideas with like-minded thinkers, he therefore resolved to form a society based on liberty and moral virtue. On May 1, 1776, he founded the Illuminati. He adopted the name of Brother Spartacus within the order to be called. Okay, so seventeen seventy six. So we've talked about this before, but I want to talk to you about. I this. see you pulling the dollar. You know out. the dollar bill, mm-hmm. Rob. Dollar, How dollar all bill. All this bill. is like Illuminati signs, and uh, some guy just put out: if you uh, take, um, if you take all the writing down from, from one of the right over here, these numbers, these numbers spell out six six six. But anyway, oh, these ones up here. You take these numbers out; they spell six six six. So this is this is loaded with Illuminati symbols, right? Okay. So who do you who? And this is conspiracy, and uh, Aaron's going to kill us because we'll never be able to prove it either way. Who do you think that is on the front? Is it somebody other than? That's the the argument. That's actually that guy. That's, it looks like somebody different. That doesn't look like him. Well, if you're going to slip it in, are you going to make it look more like that or make it look like the guy you're telling everybody it is? Because if they run everything, this, do you but know this is he the... He looks completely different. Like, it's like not even like, oh, he's wearing but makeup and a better wig. But have you seen pictures, pictures of, jo- of George Washington? Person. Doesn't look like this guy either. There are no pictures of George Washington. Well, these drawings. Like, Cameras. there's no pictures of him. This is not a, this is a drawing, right? Can well, we agree he, on that? He's like Cam- Jesus. Mm-hmm. We, He's like Jesus because I don't know what he looks like, but there's drawings and all of them look similar to this, not that. No, so the, the, I don't. the nose is much different. So anyway, look into it. The Definitely argument is it, that right. he all is right. on that because this is all Illuminati over here. Okay. But this I get could be what Illuminati you're saying. Here, yeah. And that <laughs> this is the only dollar bill that has not been changed. How do I get in the Illuminati is a right. question I guess. You got to talk to uh, go. Black Manager my... Chris, the black manager. He's supposedly in... Yeah, he's. Was I, he I don't he have the strength for you. Uh, he's a mason. He's a mason. He I, says he's a mason, and his girlfriend Vanessa Johnson. She says that her grandpa was a level thirty-three, and like Chris is like a, a level two. Well, neither one of them would agree with their relationship. So <laughs> on either side. <laughs> Sorry, Adam Weissenhop. His project of Weissenhop. illumination. Enlightening the understanding by the sun of reason, which will dispel the clouds of superstition and of prejudice. So that's a big flowery way of saying, I mean, we're coming in to the end of uh, the era of Renaissance, the 1700s. People are like opening up to... The vice grip of religion is slowly starting to... Get a hold. No, I think it's going the other way. Would you agree? Or is it getting tighter? So listen, this was his idea. And, uh, I mean, picture this being the 1700s and this is your idea back in the day. With the goal of perfecting human nature through re-education to achieve communal state with nature, freed of government and organized religion. You can't be saying that back in the 1700s. You're saying, let's get back into nature. So yeah. that's some hippie shit right, right there already. Right, right. Yeah. No more government, man. That's some yeah. hippie shit. Yeah. And, fuck, I don't think there's a God. I think I'm God. Like, that's hippie Whoa. shit. So, and- like... And what is that very much like? Satanism. Satanism is like no rules. I'm my own God. I'm one with nature. But to, the, to them, Satanism is anything that's against what they believe. True. To, to, not to this guy, Adam, but it's to, it's to the church. Yeah, yeah, to the church, yeah. If like if the Jesuits, right. if you don't roll with us, we crack your skull. Right. That's, right? Who, that's who I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So this he butted heads with Jesuit priests of the university 
and the priesthood waging war with him, they uh, basically revoked his academic credentials and had him banished from the country. He moved to Germany where he was better received and free to form the foundation of the Illuminati and its philosophy. His plan was to educate Illuminati followers in the highest levels of humanity and morality so if Illuminati alumni attained positions of significance and power, they could exert a benevolent and uplifting influence upon society at large. His project was utopian and naively optimistic. Yes. yes. So, I mean, think about it. His idea was to make the world a better place by raising people to be open-minded. That seems like the founder of the Illuminati. Most technology is like, we want to build this amazing thing, like Facebook or your iPhone. It's like, oh, dude, we can do this stuff. It's going to be easier to work. And then, like, something dark comes in. But there's always something dark. I'm not racist. I'm just saying, like, there's always something (laughs) dark. I'm kidding. (sighs) Just got back. So, uh, but there's always something dark. Well, there's always going to be. This is the way. There's always going to be alphas. No, this way. Yeah, it's the balance. It's always going to be some alpha who wants to exert and like wants to be the top monkey, right? Yeah, like last year, Brussels sprouts were the superfood. This year, it's kale, and next year it'll be just kill yourself. Right. right. You know what I mean? Like I don't know what, but every year it changes something. You can't eat that. You're gonna whatever. So. I feel like this is the same shit. This is evolution. Now, do you know how he... Now, he's, his death is very interesting. His death is how it leads he to... pushed out a window. How, no, 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 no. That's... You've been watching Netflix. Yes. Uh, he was... He was... Um, he was hit by lightning riding his horse. <laughs> he got hit by lightning and died. When they came to investigate, they went through his stuff. They started reading all of his stuff, and he found out that he was creating a, a secret society. And instantly... The Illuminati, because that's what he called it, got banned from the country, and that's when they go underground. Mm-hmm. His followers, yes, if you will, yeah, yeah they go underground, mm-hmm. and then this great leader, this guy who had a vision, is gone. Who knows who takes over and what his vision is? So it started out as a good thing, like all things do, right? Like Google and Facebook and all right? that shit. That's what that's what I'm saying. Everything starts out as yeah. a good thing. Like even Catholicism. I remember Joe Rogan used to do a bit about Catholicism was created to calm down the wilder countries. Right. You know, the Irish, the Spanish, you know what I mean? Right. All the Latino. We're angry, crazy people. And it's right. like, hey, if you don't calm down, you're going to burst into flames. You're, you're not going to get wrong. up here. So, like, that was like, okay, let's just chill these people out. Right, right, right. And then other people were like, man, this is a better way to think. Or, you know, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, I'm yeah, pretty yeah. calm. Fuck yeah. those animals. Yeah. Let's go over here. Right. You know? So, I feel like there's always, you know, just things break off. Right, right. For not, sure. For not sure. Everything gets corrupted by money and power. There's yes. not one yes. thing that, that ever gets corrupted by money and power. And when that somebody, well, there will always be a struggle for more power, more corruption. More everything. Yeah. And that's where everything, you know, it's like Bill Burr's bit about, you know, why do you listen to a priest? He's a human being. Uh, absolutely. You know, he fucking jerks off. He takes shit. Yep. He does. Why are you listening to him when he's talking about this whole stuff? <laughs> so it's like the application mm-hmm. of these ideas. Yeah. Again, it goes back ideas. to like religion isn't a problem. It's the people who apply it. Yep. That's my thing about government. It's not yeah, the government's right. a problem. It's, a, it's the people who apply it. And use it for not good. Do you know what right. I'm saying? Right. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. Okay. Yeah. So this is going to be great. You're going to love I'm this. nervous with that This picture. is where you're going to get nervous. <laughs> this is where you're going to get nervous. Hold on. Let me now, pull my on. anal beads out. Further. I want to... Can I talk about Friday 13th real quick? Two seconds? I mean, yeah, but you're going to go... It's, it's not... 
Go for it. Is it out it's in another order? Episode. It's a whole another episode. Yeah, it is another episode. But do you know why Friday the 13th is Friday the 13th? Because it was a good movie? No. Oh. Friday the 13th, well, the first technically international bankers were the Knights Templar, which would basically be you would, um, you would, you were in London and you're going to Paris, okay. right? You would give them your gold. Hey, here's my gold. I need it in Paris. Then you would show up to Paris and they would have somebody there that would hand you that amount of gold. Mm-hmm. All right. So they were getting super duper powerful because they had all the gold. Yeah. And then the Pope got pissed. And on Friday the 13th, he put out a, a, a basically a thing that said, kill all the Knights of Templar. Mm-hmm. And he, the Jesuits went to kill all the Knights of Templar. And it happened on Friday thirteenth, and that's why Friday thirteenth is this day of darkness because they went to kill all the Knights Templar, and they went and they basically got into. Uh, did they go to Ireland or Scotland? So yeah, so then supposedly thirteen ships with most of the gold on it, they all left the Mediterranean and went up to uh, Scotland where they started this Masonic Scottish Rite. Yes. So the Knights Templar turns into the Scottish Rite, which we'll we'll do an episode on. Yes. hundred percent break wow. that one down because it's now does it, it's the thirteenth considered bad luck. Like does that come all from that? Yeah. Like because I I was dating a guy and he was like, Oh, the, you have the number thirteen and your address and your phone number we can't date. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, but, that sounds like you were you were really into gutter dick. <laughs> <laughs> What's Aaron saying there? <laughs> What I, is that? I turned I turned thirteen on Friday the thirteenth. Oh, oh shit! Oh shit! Did you get a mask like a Jason mask? No, just kidding. God, any gold? Did you get any gold? No. Oh, dang. So here's right, where here it gets it interesting. Did you get robbed? Because we're gonna no. come to okay. <laughs> modern day Roman yeah, we're, Catholic. We're, we've, been, we've been moving up. So modern since, day. Here since I am. the founding of the Jesuit order almost five hundred years ago, there have been rumors that the Jesuit general, also known as the Black Pope has been the ultimate man behind the curtain, pulling all the strings. The Pope takes his marching orders from the Black Pope. Have you heard of Black the, Pope? Yes. Because mm-hmm. so I told you yes. that, right? Well, yeah, and you sent it's, me a video. Uh, right, right. Okay. But I've seen it. I just never, it didn't dawn on me. But, you know, my mom makes me watch when the Pope, he ruined my draw in Jersey oh, were you last there year. That day? <laughs> when he went to How about Jim Gaffigan opening for the Pope and I getting know. booed? And getting booed. <laughs> First, Marky Marco's up. Hey, just want to apologize for all the weird stuff, all the movies I put out, and all the music, and me hanging out in my underwear. I just want to say I'm sorry. I'm a big and, Catholic. Yeah, no, you're not. Yeah, you're and a moron. also blinding an Asian man. Blinding well, and nobody talks about that. Why do we pick up on people's teenage years? If you dragged my teenage years out, you wouldn't let me in this room. Right. Yeah. I so would. Let it There's go. nothing you could do that would turn me uh, off of okay. how cool you are. <laughs> Go on. So Black Pope. Yeah. So the Pope takes his marching orders from the Black Pope, as the Jesuits are also the leaders of the New World Order, supposedly people think, with the task of infiltrating other religions and governments in order to bring apart a one world fascist government. So the true purpose of the Jesuit order is to orchestrate and control all leaders of the world in order to bring about a major worldwide effect, which would eventually destroy America, the Middle East and Israel. So they destroy everything from within and want to bring the destruction of the Catholic Church as well in order to usher in a one-world religion based on some sort of darkness, it appears. Mm. So when people hear these things, you know, they want to, like, see physical evidence for stuff. Well, this building doesn't help. Uh, Does not help. Why? So I'll show you a picture here in just a moment. So they built a brand new uh, building. 
uh, basically an auditorium, oh. a giant theater. Known as the Hall of the Pontifical Audiences, Ooh. a building in Rome named for Pope Paul VI is a seating capacity of 6,300 and contains a bronze statue called the Resurrection. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it was completed in 1971, and it's made. this whole building is made of just reinforced concrete. So let me go ahead. For those at home that can't wow. see it. This is what it looks like when you look at it. And you know it. what he's sitting on right there? Terrible. Do you know what that's called? Throne. The throne of what? Lies. What's oh. it called? Uh, I don't remember. It's, I, My it's mom, hard to, I would get hit for this not knowing, by the way. It's oh. been called the, the throne of Lucifer. That's what that throne is known as. The throne whether of or Lucifer. Not, it's hard uh, to tell whether or not it's 100%. But, wait, but not but look by creepy. us. Like, they, they call it something else. Like, is that what conspiracists call it, or is that what... That's what's supposedly the name of it. So that's but, when you're looking at stage. This is him in the center, that real creepy resurrection. Look at that up there. What does that look like, terrifying. that dude? What does that dude look like up there? What does he look like? Ryan. A fucking lizard person. No, looks like Ryan. <laughs> the <laughs> guy up there looks swinging. like Ryan. <laughs> His hair swinging. <laughs> Look at this guy's <laughs> just doing the dance, <laughs> dancing amigos. Come on, come on, get closer, <laughs> get closer no, to it that. Looks, it looks terrifying. Like I would not sit in front of that and think I'm doing something good. Are you understand. telling me you don't think that looks like a lizard head? And so now when I you look, see a man, I see a person or whatever. Now this is looking at the stage. What does that's that a look beautiful like? theater. I'd love to work there. Two uh, eyes. You want to do your set there? <laughs> Could I do yeah, my uh, special <laughs> from there? Who books? If, if I did my special from there, you would just see the fire a, start on the sides. That's actually in a triple run. They say that's <laughs> yeah, in a triple run. Triple run. That's perfect. What does that look like to you, dude? What does that look like to you, Eleanor? A special vagina. I don't know. It's you just with the don't eyes. want a minute. I see it with the eyes on the side. A lizard person. I don't know. What's those down there? Those look like fucking fangs. Hold on. Where's the fangs? Where's the fake down there? Look at the the throne. So What's on mouth? the two sides of it? Eyes. I see this and yeah. the eyes. You don't see. Hold on. Oh, these right there. Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> sometimes it takes me a minute, man. Okay. That's what it looks Nobody like when he's looking smart. out. Yeah. So my mom went to church in the Vatican. She. Do you said, have pictures of the outside? Uh, no, but I can find them for you. Yeah. She Go said it the was outside. the most beautiful thing she'd ever seen. And then I took her to church in Vegas, and she said that was the best sermon I've ever had, even better than the Vatican. Oh, really? One of the greatest things, like you said, Jim Gaffigan got booed, and when he did that opening for the Pope on a smaller scale on Sunday morning, my mom made me go to church after the right, rosary bead right. joke, and um. We're sitting there, and one of the altar boys had on a Patriots shirt under his, uh, I forgot the word for in it. In Philly? Oops, yeah, in South Philly. What are you, nuts? A mile away from the stadium. And the priest said, uh, we have a brave young man yeah. amongst us. And yeah. he made him stand up, and he brought him to the front. And he goes, under his, I forgot the word, what is that called? Your Frock? Yeah. Frock, is that right? I forget. Uh, I wasn't an altar boy. They wouldn't let me. I could never do I'm anything sure they tried. could do. I have a bigger penis than all of them. I'm sure Fuck you tried. You. So I did. And uh, so he showed his Patriot jersey, and the entire place, with the exception of that little boy's mother, booed him. Good. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, what's happening? She probably booed but under her during breath. during the NFC championship, there was a lot of Vikings fans sitting in the front with their gear on in, my mom, in the church uh, that my mom goes to. And was she weird? cool with that? Yeah, she was like, oh, they're brave, huh, honey? <laughs> My mom's going to be 80. She's not fighting anymore. Can you imagine she carries a wooden spoon in her pocket? <laughs> so can you find pictures of the outside real yeah. quick? 
yeah, I'll find Snakehead uh, Theater. <laughs> Snakehead Theater. It, it does. The eyes, that does look weird, this whole. It looks like a snake. Am I right? Yeah, and it's, it's actually ugly. <laughs> I, I mean, I hate to be a dick, but. You're not being a dick. Who did that? Well, it doesn't end there. So evil <laughs> fucking nerds. The Vatican built and operates the state-of-the-art observatory on Mount Graham in southwestern Arizona, operated by Jesuits. Uh, the Vatican Advanced Technology Telescope, as it's called. The Institute installed this long-slit infrared spectroscope, and it's known for its large binocular telescope, near-infrared spectroscope, utility with camera, integrated field unit, extragalactic research, or as they call it, Lucifer. You gotta be kidding me, dude. Look at that, and then look at the head shake. Mm -hmm. There's a million words that get skipped to make Lucifer come out of that. (laughs) I mean, I will grant you, it is wordy as fuck. It is very wordy. Well, if you were going to make it, so hold on. First of all, that's what they call it, not what he calls it. Right, it is their words. It's not his. It's not our word. We're not like, oh, dude, look at this. That is literally what they call that, that scope, Aaron. I know. And it is him. it is oh. because he's fighting me on this ship. Well, he's just four words to get to out from L Hold to on. U. Hold on, but <laughs> we four did not words. do that. I know you didn't. The people I'm who put it together—that's to what they call it. Extrapolate that from there is odd. You know what it's like? It's like a word puzzle. Find the words in there, and yeah. then, you know, it's like they gotta add some stuff so it's not. They can't just call, it, "Hey, dude, this is owned by the, the Catholic it's Church, your... and here's our fucking Lucifer lens." <laughs> it's their perception. That's how they're seeing it. It's not it. their perceptions. It's their literal name. They call it. Do you understand what That's I'm gross. saying? That's gross. Yeah. I believe you. I'm just saying. It's not what he calls it. It's not no, no, like I the know. fucking lion calls it that. He got it from somewhere. <laughs> evil and then nerds. they changed it to Lucy. They're like, okay, this is not Lucifer. That was a joke. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. People from San Diego who love the St. Louis Cardinals get a little offended. So we're just going to call it Lucy. <laughs> Lucy one, Lucy two. Lucy well, one. The, fa- the fact remains, though, through the links revealed that the Illuminati was a group subtly by the Catholic Church to stave off dissidents within Europeans' privileged and influential society. Uh, Whether the Illuminati is real or still active today is up for debate. Uh, It's 100% real. You think so? It's 100% real. You think they're uh, plotting diabolical schemes and everything? I don't know if it's necessarily just Catholics, but the notion of a deep state is beyond real i mean look what's going on right now with donald trump and everybody can hate trump and i don't like any president same so uh if you don't think what's going on with this uh, this whole uh uh memo and what was going on they literally when he when they lost when they lost the presidency they owe people money like a lot of money yeah that foundation took in a ton of cash with the dude we're going to destroy Trump. You want some privilege? You want contracts? You want this? You want that? Yeah. Come to mama. Pay mama. So yeah. they paid mama a lot of money. And then mama I don't lost. like mama. Yeah. Mama's I'm bad. never calling her mama. I don't like the whole family. I don't like the... I don't, I don't like any political. I, I think mean, they all turn. At some point, they turn. Even their beloved Obama 
they turned. Oh, they, there's more stuff about Obama. Oh, you got to understand yeah. something about these people. I'm not saying he's not a nice man. Sure, he's fun. He's likable. Great. But, you know. There's this recording that they said was made 50 years ago. It could easily be made yesterday. But it breaks down to, like, these people, it's a long game. Yeah. And it's not even, like, whether it happens in their lifetime. They yeah. don't care if it happens in their lifetime. They want it to happen. Yeah. And there's arguments that Obama was is, like... They've been watching that dude since he was born. Yeah. And the reason it is because his mother was a CIA operative. And she went in to go find this dude who was in the communism and all this shit. Mm-hmm. And they said, now you go, oh, dude, well, they watched him his whole life. Dude, there's guys out there, and I've said this before on the show. There are guys out there whose job it is is to find the best fourth grade basketball player in the country. Absolutely. And they study Absolutely. everybody who plays. So if there's a guy who does that for basketball just for fun. Mm-hmm. Imagine it's who, a it's a billion dollar industry, so it's not just for fun. Well, I mean, I'm sure yeah, somebody yeah. pays him, but yeah, yeah. like, but we're talking trillions of dollars. Yeah. So I mean, billion dollars is a tip to these people. Yeah. This is trillions of dollars, and now the CIA. Oh, by the way, you forgot the one thing about the Jesuits and the what are they called? They're called uh, the company. They're called the company, <gasps> and they're who, all about intelligence. And who who else calls the company? Who else is called the company? The CIA. Yes. In my head, I'm like, I know the company, but but it's the CIA. And what do we hear now that the CIA is doing? The CIA is so crazy, they're infiltrating the FBI now. Yeah. They're kind of fighting. Everybody has secrets, if you will. How crazy is that? There's a blinded Asian man because of a a celebrity. There's Mm -hmm. fucking crazy. Now, now do you think Trump is going to. Knock some shit loose by accident? Do well, you think he, because that, I'm, I'm never going to say he's a smart man. I've met him a few times. He's not a. Oh, you have? Oh, he's a jackal. Yeah. Oh, I'm not saying I, I would never say that Dice Trump's a good guy. Dice was on Celebrity Apprentice. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I would never say that Trump. I would never say anybody who gets into that office is a good person. Yeah. I think you have to sell it. I mean, he's a front runner. But I mean, what I think is going on here, you're asking me. Yeah. Because I've said this before. I say this all the time, but. I, if you look at Trump's campaign and presidency, it's so much like Bill Clinton's in that oh yeah, they came out of nowhere. Nobody expected them to win. They beat a very established candidate with the help of a third party. They get in the office, and then everything is investigation, investigation. So why everyone's paying attention to the investigations, he's doing all this deregulating this, deregulating yeah. that, deregulating this, which is what the Clintons did, okay? Now, if you really want to hate Trump... So it's the Trump, same shit. Is what I, like part of me was like, maybe there's that little inch of... Let me tell you why it's, that part is probably a little true. Okay, I hope so. Kind of. I didn't like Bill Clinton's reality show either. Yeah. Before, <laughs> before he was president. <laughs> well, you know, he was... He was well, a dude, co- because Trump's a slumlord. That's okay. exactly what he is. Listen, He's, I love Coke more. dealers, okay? Yeah. I'm a I'm big fan of them and everything they do. But most of the Coke... That fueled the whole crack epidemic didn't come through Florida. Right. That, that was the thing. Where did it come through? Uh, oh, my God. It just went out of my head. Arkansas. Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton was a that's governor. Right. He played ball, and that's where they realized, oh, this guy will play ball. He's a Rhodes Scholar. Right? Yeah. That's just a way to play fuck that you're playing ball, that you're committed. You basically, a new world, basically when you're a Rhodes Scholar, you have to commit to that you, um, you will be behind a new world order. That's kind of what, what yeah, the agreement is. Of course. Um, so what I think is going on is that Trump could be, you know, in on the whole thing, but he's going after that these people because 
they went after him. Yeah, I but, hate it all so much that I hope he fucks it up and it just all falls It down. is entrapment what they did to him. Yeah. They based the DOJ, the Department of Defense, uh, of Justice, basically gave this Russian lawyer who's everything ever, uh, yeah. gave her a visa to come into the country. She initiated contact with Donald Jr. That's what the meeting was about. Okay. Yeah. The actual meeting between Trump's people. Why? Why does Flynn go talk to the Russians? Because Kushner, which is his daughter's husband, right, is in big the good Jew. <laughs> well, uh, when well, you want to hear about I'm it, kidding. no, this totally go for it. Yeah, uh, he's in big money to the Rothschilds and a lot of investors yeah. out of Israel. He tells Flynn to go talk to the Russians because an an initiative. Or something was going up, a U.N. vote was coming up to condemn Israel for land grabbing from the Palestinians. Mm -hmm. And they were trying to get the Russians not to vote against them. So actually, so all the things that you can really hate Trump for, you'll never hear on mainstream media. Because the people who signed Rachel Meadows' checks, uh, Wolf Blitzer's check, and Sean Hannity's check, okay, all benefit from all the shady shit that Trump is doing. So the only thing they can go off on is this Russian collusion shit, which isn't real. It was made by a dossier by a guy named Steele, who was an MI6 guy, a retired guy who played ball, who made up stories probably over his years of spying. You go, oh, that's a good story. Oh, they peed on the bed. They got hookers to pee on the bed. Made all this stuff. That one, I believe. Mm Mm-hmm. I've been peed on. It's not that bad. Same. I've been the peer. Yeah, it's not that bad. But now, it's everybody's favorite time. What's that mean? Here we go. Aaron. Aaron. Don't be an idiot. A-A-Ron. Well, you better be sick, dead, or mute, A-A-Ron. You done messed up, A-A-Ron. You filthy (laughs) animal. Aaron, thoughts. We're going to get this sponsored by somebody. A-A-Ron. I don't know, man. It's just a lot. You're just you're just beating me down at some at a certain point. You're just beating me down with volume <laughs> and tenacity. There's a lot of tenacity. what I will tell you is what I told everybody on that NASA post I put. Everything is researchable. Everything that is said on this show, and we will tell you whether you can or cannot prove it. But everything is researchable. But here's my thing. You say everything's researchable, but some of this stuff is even made up. Wikipedia's, things like that, they make them up too. So who do we know? How do we know who's real and what's not? Well, what I do, okay, is I study history. History up into this very moment that you and I are talking. Okay. And then I apply the knowledge that I've learned from history to whether this makes sense. Whether the history up to this moment that what this whoever's talking about would fit the patterns of that. And then based upon that, I go, oh, that makes sense. Or that could never happen because it doesn't fit the pattern of history. That's how you do it. You just have to do work. But the key has been what they've done forever is stretch you out so thin, so busy. You don't have time to research. Okay. Mm Aaron, go on. Is that your thought, Aaron? (laughs) I'm sorry. Did I take over your moment? I apologize. No, it's I'm on your side, buddy. So, uh, do you study history at UNLV or oh. student of Aaron, history? Well, how many the, books are you reading? For, I read history? tons of books. And the blessing of my life, Aaron, is that I do two podcasts, and that's how I make my cash, and I have a lot of downtime. I'm there for both of them. Okay? <laughs> I have a lot of downtime, so I can go, I can research, I can do that. I'm actually thinking about going back to school, doing the internet college to uh, study history. 
That'd I've been cool. thinking about that because I have downtime. Why not? I just don't want to take the test. I just want Down hit. syndrome. Yeah, because <laughs> right. I don't have that down syndrome. <laughs> I just don't have it. Um, so yeah, where's your guys' dates at, man? Oh. Where, where can we find tonight? What this was a great episode, dude. This is exciting. I yeah, mean, you guys great. have had some great ones. I listened to Butcheroni because we grew up together, oh, same really? neighborhood, South Philly. I like that you were all over him about Mayor uh, Rendell. Yeah, because I got to roast him. And I brought all that shit up. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. When did you roast him? Uh, about two years ago. I did a roast in Philadelphia. I work with these sports radio guys. And t- um, he wasn't the main person we were roasting. But we were. it was these two sports guys, Angelo Cataldi and uh, Howard Eskin, that are big Philadelphia sports guys. And you do their show still? I do, do their do? show. I do Angelo's 94 YSP all the time when I'm in Philly. So, um, you know, I just go on. We talk shit, sports, whatever. And um, anyway, so I roast them, and he was just on the dais. Oh, and my mom, I go, Ma, Rendell's there. And she's like, oh, let me tell you some stories, honey. And I was like, oh, shit. So you I didn't even Google him. Stuff? Oh, yeah, he's a nut. He's a mess. No, but, he's a mess. But according to uh, Butcheroni. Butcheroni, he's in the dark. Shit. I believe it. And I like, believe it. He got so mad at me. And my mom said, he's going to hit on you. And at the minute I got there, he was like, oh, you look like a tall glass of water. Oh, somebody's parched. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> he was just elderly, pumpkin. Let me walk you where you need to be. And then when I went on stage, his fucking face dropped. He was like, oh, shit. This bitch yeah. is for real. Yeah. So I just ripped into him. And oh, my God, it got nearly a standing ovation because everyone knows they just have to deal with him. You're the best. I love you. Where can everyone find you? So re- hold on, real quick before we get into in that. Ed Rendell's was basement. this this <laughs> bad? Kidding, was old. it this bad? What? Was it that bad to come on the show? People are afraid to come Why? on the show. Why? This is great. Because they're just like probably because they feel like they don't have a no- lot of knowledge, which is what I was feeling driving over here. Like, oh, Billy, I'm not really smart. I don't read into certain things. I right. mean, I know what I know, but I don't. Right. You know. Right. Right. So I was like the black, po- you know, whatever. So I got a little nervous, but. I was like, no, you just go with it. It was fun. It was, I love Plus it. Plus, I'm learning. You're teaching me. I'm re- I'm like, okay. I t- love it. What are crimpets? It. I know what crimpets are. <laughs> I mean, these are the things I know. <laughs> um, uh, so here are my dates real quick. Uh, this Friday, I will be at the Dirty at 1230 in Las Vegas. Uh, February Excellent. 13th. I am at, we have another comedy chaos. And that's, uh, it's almost sold out already. Ah, uh, boom! February twenty second is uh, the okay. So then, at the end of the month, I am going to be in Las Vegas. February twenty second, we have the Naughty Show. Penthouse presents the Naughty Show at the LA Comedy Club, and then February twenty third and twenty fourth, it is Tin Foil Hat Comedy Night at the LA Comedy Club in the Stratosphere at Las Vegas. Tickets are now for sale. Eddie Bravo, myself, Spin Truth. Reptilians, uh, <laughs> shape shifting lizard people. I want to be a shape shifter. Oh, I'd love that. I'd love that. And everything. It's just, it's going to be a great show. Two shows, one show Friday, one show Saturday, 11 30. Go to the LA Comedy Club.com. Grab those tickets now. And uh, should we, can you read one five star review? Can you pull them up real quick? Who's yeah, got a five star yeah, review five, for five. you? Well, you guys should do that on your show. You should go on and you read. We tell your, people to. Uh, you do you ever read them? Oh, if I knew how to get to them, honey, I'd probably go be more to, successful what kind at of, this. What kind, you got an iPhone? Yeah. Okay, do you have a Do you have a Mac computer? Y- yes. You go on there. Go to the Apple Store. Go to iTunes. Mm-hmm. Put in uh, your your uh, name of your thing in the search, 
And then you just go to reviews, and you hit the most recent, and you could read them. And people oh, will give you okay. five-star reviews. Get uh, get right on the thing. The ba- We just do five stars, though. Oh, it has to be five stars? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You don't read the bad ones? Because Rick and I kind of like when people I are don't mind the bad too. ones, but I'm not. No, because you want. The reason, once we get to 1,000, <coughs> you hit recent, not most helpful. Do you put people on timeout no, if no, they no, give no, you a bad no, one? No, 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 no. Go up over over the other way, other side, other side. There you go. Click most recent. There we go. Read like Ooh, three of most them. critical. Oh, was love it. Category. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, five star review. Loved it. Uh, you are great, and your show is my guilty pleasure. That being said, any <laughs> any team Aaron shirts to come. Also, <laughs> did Ellis and Tully any chance you will do MSPH with Kevin or a swap cast with Boyce? I don't even know what that means, but I'm always Love open it. to it. We'll jump down to uh, uh, the next one's five star review. Uh, to Tommy Goga, our True Ronin Podcast Truth. The next one's my favorite because they just lay into my illiteracy. Five stars. <laughs> They're spitting out truth here, dog. Sometimes Tripoli calls things DYI instead of DIY, <laughs> but his <laughs> enthusiasm and his Ronin mentality more than make up for it. Ryan brings on the coolest guests and keeps his cool in a way that Sam wish he could. <laughs> Aaron reminds me, remains slept, but one day he'll come around. Praise Jesus. Hail Satan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, re- go down the gr- go to Wheeler AZ and this is last one. All right. Five star review. Great show. Wheeler AZ. It's amazing how a man who flunked first grade <laughs> and can't say anyone's name has so much information about these topics. I get a lot of information from the guests also, even though Sam continually talks <laughs> over them. Love the show. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like uh, a bipolar review. I, like I love that. you guys so much. Listen, I do hear your your uh, constructive criticism uh, about the last show that I went to monkey on the last one with just May Peluso. I respect that. I will always keep that in mind. Uh, we want to guys go check out the uh, Patreon and guys, if you have any insight, just let us know. I know you guys want longer shows, but we only have a studio for so long. And trust me, we got a couple things brewing that maybe down the line we'll be able to extend it. Uh, your interactiveness is great. Did you do your any uh, any? Instagram, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Eleanor Kerrigan. I think find me, whatever. No, on no, no. There. Spell because it's not er, it's not Eleanor Kerrigan. It's what is it? E J Kerrigan. Yeah, E J Kerrigan. K E. R R I G A N, and then Thursday night, um, the eighth, I'm going to be on that Chips and Giggles in okay. Queen Mary in Long Beach, and then Friday at the Long Beach Laugh Factory. Also, the Comedy Store. But check their website. You'll probably get thirty sets tomorrow. of the we'll Comedy see. Store. If every woman is out of town, <laughs> this vagina's in. So, but at the end of the month, the 23rd, 24th, and 25th, I'm doing dates with Dice Clay, uh, Andrew Dice Clay. Um, in Vegas? No, in. Um, What's that? I can't. The Agora Hills. Okay. It's oh, the yeah. Canyon, Club. Canyon Club. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, I love the Canyon on Club. On the 23rd. And then the 24th is the Rose in Pasadena. And then the 25th is another Canyon Club, but not in Agora Hills. Somewhere oh, else. Another <laughs> Canyon Club. So <laughs> many Canyon Clubs. If you look it up, it'll be a fun weekend. Guys, give us those five-star reviews. Support the show. Check out the Patreon. We're putting up at least one. We are supposed to do DMT with uh, with with uh, two Max. And uh, it didn't happen. I can't believe a rapper didn't show up. Uh, We're going to get that going. You guys are the best. We love you very much. Thanks for your support, and we'll just keep rocking.